smack that. Do you get sore? Smack that. Give me some attack. Smack that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, that's the sync. We don't need to clap. <laughs> yeah, no, yes. just a little Akon. Just a little Akon to get us going. A- Dude, go. Akon, I, uh, yeah. I miss Akon, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I miss when he threw that guy off of that stage. Here we go. Three, two, one. Can we Dude, please keep that in? I don't follow Akon. I just in. like I just like when he goes, oh. Yeah. So, but if for anyone listening who has never heard us do our little slate before, that's what we do at the beginning of every podcast. He was so on. That we can uh, sync up. He was on the uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony song. One oh yeah, he was on one of them. Which one? Oh, yeah. uh, he was also on. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I think it was called Try So Hard. I tried uh, so hard, and I and tried so, so hard. hard. If you, if anyone's listened to the song, it sounds exactly like that. Um, I don't know. I've only, I only listened to like all you know the the the, the Bone Thugs and Harmony songs that everyone listens to, like the Crossroads. I only listen to the choicest of Acon tracks. Yes, only deep cuts. Give me deep cuts only. No radio stuff. Uh, well, guys, who are we? Mm-hmm. Who are we? What are we? What are what we doing is, here? Um, what is? I don't know, dude. What is Pod? What, what is, is pod? pod? Well, <laughs> let's just start this episode with uh, a question. Mm. Or, or more, not really a question, but a proposal. Oh, okay. What, what if I told okay. you, yes, mm. you, the listener, that the Earth is not a planet? That the Earth does not spin? Mm. Well, I, if you I, Google... What? what? I would tell you that you're an idiot, is what I would do. <laughs> well, if you Google the name Stephen Joseph Christopher, you'll likely be met with articles telling of a deranged man trying to assassinate a former U.S. president. But this man is much, much more than that. In reality, he is the reincarnated Messiah, Lord Stephen Christ. Despite spending time in prison... <laughs> Lord Stephen has built up a small following on YouTube where he presents a unique theory that he calls the concave earth. Dun, dun, yes, hey! We're back, we're we're back, back baby! We're the concave earth Well, if you were earliest episodes. It's one of our earliest episodes, but but for those at home who don't know. It was episode two, right? Yes, it was. Was it? I thought episode two was ARGs. No, it was episode what? two. We might have recorded oh, it out of was order. Three. I don't oh. know. That doesn't sound like us. Yeah, we definitely, we definitely <laughs> would not. We definitely guys, record who, out of order. Who is us? We haven't even introduced ourselves. Oh, yet. Sh- who we? Who is us? Who we? Who so, is? I am your Barack Obama B. Dang it, Bobby. I wanted mm. that one. I've done mm. that before. It's not really a great mm. one. Mm. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, I think it's a pog one. I <laughs> I am. Oh, oh boy, oh boy. I <laughs> am your <laughs> body blow B because I got nothing and I just got hip checked right there. Oh, um by yourself. Didn't think of anything before. I, Yikes. I don't know. I'm your jambalaya, Jay, I guess. Good enough. Could, good enough. I could eat some jambalaya. I could go for some jambalaya right now. <laughs> mm. I'll tell you what, though, guys. No, when, when we recorded that first episode, uh, we didn't have our little alliteration intro yet. So 
when did it's kind of alliteration. Yeah, while. it's pre alliteration. So it's I think okay. I was still the I think I was still the squee at that point. Oh. You were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my god! Yeah, because the alliteration came from little B and big B. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jeez, crazy. Yep. Wow. So yeah. evolution. If you haven't been with us since the beginning, uh, you know we're we're almost at episode hundred now. Odds are you haven't been. Jobs already haven't been. We we thought it would be fun to go back and do a part two of our one of our earliest episodes, which you know we have a lot more listeners now, and I feel like this episode probably didn't get the attention that it definitely deserves because oh mama, this you're is just a saying that because you, like, you like this conspiracy topic. theory. I love you this conspiracy like theory. This conspiracy theory, don't <laughs> no, you, Bobby? I don't stop it! I don't like you this theory. You like it? You like no. it? I'm gonna, Bobby no. and Stevens in the <laughs> Oh, dude, you're gonna get cursed, bro. You're gonna get cursed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Steven would like me sitting in a tree with him, but I don't know. He didn't curse us the first time we made our. Uh, we called him out for it too. Well, we found because, out why he didn't curse us. Why? Because he's in prison. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. So gonna, I sh- you're, you're obviously going to talk about that at some point. Yeah, I want to talk about. I want to give some people a recap because, uh, yeah, like I said, we have a lot more listeners now, um, who didn't really get to go back and, and hear this episode. So we're going to bring it back to your attention. If you don't know what this is, uh, uh, it is a crazy theory. Go listen to the first episode that we did. Yeah, you can go check out the first episode. It's um, it was almost two years ago, which is yeah, that's that's pretty crazy, honestly. Yeah, it's it's kind of fucked up, honestly. <laughs> I know, right? It's kind of oh bullshit. God. Where does the time go? Why haven't we been destroyed by ice falling from the sky yet? That's what I want to know. <sighs> I know. It's uh, I don't know. My no, guess isn't is, it, yeah, it? COVID has something to do with it. Isn't it in the glass? <laughs> isn't it in the, the glass? Uh, the glass right. container, though. So yeah, mm. well, so here's the thing. Back when we recorded the first one. I was I didn't know how to do research yet, like at all. So we, implying we, he does now. Well, yeah, <laughs> fair point. But you no, know, I'm one of the things this. we used to do is like, remember Jack in the beginning, we would kind of just like randomly just talk out of our butts about. Oh, something. we did like we 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 did like no research uh, for time time cube, um, ARGs. Uh, what were the other early ones? Uh, Fermi. Uh, after that, because I think the next was Fermi paradox or something. everything until the Brent era. Yeah, the first the first three episodes uh no research and then we started no doing you guys were literally like at the computer just like googling shit in right now <laughs> yeah, like, so like, funny i, was I like, remember this thing <laughs> there's so much like oh i can't remember yeah <laughs> the amount of times we used to like turn away from the mic and be like oh yeah and this other thing that i want so to show bad guys. so bad <laughs> maybe uh, don't go listen to those episodes when did we maybe first not. start when did we put mics on stands first <laughs> I don't know. That took a minute. That took a minute. <laughs> it wasn't for a while because for so long you just heard our like little fingers. No, like, because wait, <laughs> Pixar Theory is our fifth, ep- sixth episode, sixth episode, and I know for a fact we had the- we had them. No, we had them on Fermi. I remember having them on Fermi. I think. Oh dang, we must uh, honestly. I think the first month of Brain Boggled felt like five years for some reason. Oh my god! Remember, Paul is dead. Yes, I'm just I'm just looking through our old episodes now. And I, remember, giving, remember this one? That was great. Well, is yeah. you know this is actually another episode that Ben was on. Which uh, shout out to Ben. Remember when Ben was on the show? And in the beginning, we actually introduce him as if he's like a new member forever. And Jack, <laughs> yeah. you joke about kicking him off, <laughs> like I right do? there. <laughs> and that was the last time he was on the show. Like, oh, pretty well. that's so funny. There was like one more episode that he was on, but yeah, well. 
Ben, Snooze what happened? Ben. Yeah, where did you go, Ben? Oh, he didn't yeah. kick you off. I don't know wh- where he went, but... That's okay. I, I think that even Ben would admit he like didn't actually talk when he was <laughs> on the podcast, so, so it's fine. Good. Ben has I'm said sure that he's before. fine with it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's, let's jump into this for anyone who doesn't know, because I'm sure you're itching. You're hearing all this stuff about ice and concave earths. Bobby, you already did this episode about Hollow Earth. What are you talking about? Well, this is much different than Hollow Earth. Concave Earth is, is a whole... It is a step up. Let's get started. Basically, the story starts with a man named Lord Stephen Christ. And like I had said earlier, he's a man who has a small following on the internet. And he's he believes himself to be the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Uh, sometimes he kind of calls himself God. So I'm not really sure if he even knows which one he is. But a couple years ago, we decided to do a podcast about him and kind of explain who he was and what he represented. And so Stephen created a YouTube channel to to spread knowledge on this theory he created called Concave Earth. And the theory is basically states that we are not on the outside of a sphere, but we are on the inside surface of the earth. So you might be thinking like what the heck does that even mean? Well, Basically, it's uh, it's it's a little sorry. It's a little confusing. Archimedes and the Lord Stephen Christ. Oh, this is from his channel. Yeah, I'm just playing it for you guys to have something to look at. Oh, heck. Um, so basically, Stephen states that the oceans and the continents are on the inside surface of the Earth, and in the Earth's center, there is what he calls a celestial ocean, and the stars are actually very tiny bubbles. This is caused by sonoluminescence, which is uh, a term that exists in real science. I mean, you can take sound and basically uh, you can have like a bubble inside of a beaker and the sound can actually light up the bubble. And so it kind of looks like a little star. Uh, But Stephen basically thinks that this is nuclear fusion at a very, very small scale. So when you look up at night and you look up into the, the sky and you see the stars, you're not looking at suns millions of miles away. What you're actually looking at is tiny little bubbles glowing because there's a reverberation of sound coming from inside the celestial sphere. So, you know, it, we, we already talked about this, obviously. So this is kind of just a quick recap, but... Yeah. Inside the celestial sphere... It's also hollow. And inside of that, there is a celestial ocean. There is a glass firmament keeping the ocean within that sphere. And in the center, there is what Stephen calls an octahedron, which is two pyramids turned on top of each other. This is where the sound comes from. The coolest transformer. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Octahedron, roll. (laughs) Autobots, roll out. (laughs) so the octahedron is kind of like the source of all things it's kind of like the light of god comes from the octahedron uh also like he thinks like heat comes from too because if the sun isn't actually the sun yes the sun is basically like a a a sort of vehicle for the Wait, octahedron how, to bend how light into the earth. How does he explain how 
that the light is only shining on parts of the earth at a time because mm. it because in order for earth to be illuminated in the way that it is it it, it, it couldn't be illuminated from inside. It has to be from, you know, how it actually is. Well, what he thinks is uh, basically the the glass sky, the what, what it, where, where we think is space, is kind of clouded within the celestial ocean. So we can't actually see the octahedron. So the light coming from the sun is, according to Stephen, being refracted and bent around the glass sky so it's only coming out in one direct area what a weirdo and then yeah that's where the freaking uh, weirdo dude that's where like dusk and dawn comes from because it's spread out and it's slowly oh of course changes and so something that he uses a lot in his videos is uh he has like a glass of water and he'll he'll fill it with water and then shine a light in one side and He'll throw the camera above the water bottle or the cup. Mm-hmm. And you can see where the light refracts around is where he basically uses that as a uh, example for how the light is bent. Um, I see. I see. You see? Mm-hmm. Yes, the science is legit. It's, 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 yeah, there. totally legit. So, so, oh man, it's crazy. Yeah, dude, say Ooh. less. I'm bought in. <laughs> and, and it's funny because the first time we did this episode, there, a lot of these things actually, I actually didn't know a lot of these details, but but I have all the details now. Um, all of them. It gets interesting. There's some things you guys might not even have known. So there's actually not just one glass sky, but there's two. There is another glass firmament at the top of our atmosphere, which is roughly 62 miles high. Stephen believes that this glass sky, which he calls the Karman line, was formed by the biblical flood. And how important side note. Oh, I'll get to it. <laughs> how was it formed by the flood? What? It, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> so also, this is very important. There is a layer of ice attached to the glass on the outside of the glass. Oh, I remember that. I remember yeah. the ice. Yeah. So the ice, on the outside, on our side of the glass. So I think what Stephen's trying to say is that the glass was always there, but the ice part was formed after the flood. Because I think the the water from the heavens leaked, and then oh, because the flood was because one of the one of the glass spheres cracked open, right? Yes, yes. Oh my god, it's coming honestly, back to me. <laughs> it's all coming back. <laughs> I have willfully erased it from my brain. <laughs> the thing yeah, is... it's either that or the halo flood, you know? That's yeah. kind of what I thought it might be, you know? The flood came pouring through. Dude, the then, flood you know, from Halo got... are so scary, dude. Gravemind, dude, he used to scare me really bad. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that game legit creeped me out when I was younger. Oh man! Anyway. So that's what Brent thinks. Um, yeah. So that's what I think I think it has something to do with that. <laughs> so we're gonna read a quote from Stephen to give you an idea of what of what he kind of sounds like when he's talking. So this is a, a quote from Stephen when when talking about the glass sky and its layer of ice. During the flood, I got really pissed at humanity. Well, I am God, so I said, "Fuck it, you people suck." I'm going to destroy you and start over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Man, I think you may have Sick, a... Uh, 
God complex. How a little they bit. Say. <laughs> I mean, the thing with Steven is, you know, he, he believes that he uh, is God and, and we are all just living in his world, basically. Um, and Steven has notor- notoriously uh, picked fights with NASA. He, he really doesn't like NASA. He calls them Nasanta Claus. Oh. Um, yep. And cool. he, he has his own explanations for why he thinks NASA lies. And and because um, obviously, you know, the, we've been to space, but why doesn't it look like a concave Earth when we go to space? Well, that's obviously because NASA doesn't want anyone to know. Right. Mm-hmm. So in 2000, you know, go Brent, go. No, it's fine. I, I, I blame everything on NASA personally, honestly. All my, you all know, my personal the, shortcomings. The, the, the fact that the concave Earth, they're trying to make that not real. The fact that, you know... My wife left My dog me. ran away. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I've been thinking about making a new t-shirt for the BrainBog website. You guys know this. I say mm-hmm. we get a Santa Claus t-shirt up on the Oh, stores. I thought you were going to say we get a Blame It on NASA t-shirt. That too. Yeah. Both. Blame yeah. NASA. Well, uh, I don't know. Hey, if you want to blame it on NASA t-shirt, yeah, shit. yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll t- I don't know. Email us or something. Or an Instagram. <laughs> yes, there you go. Um, I, I think I asked this the first time, but yeah. I, I was like, why doesn't he just like get a weather balloon and like do <laughs> you it You did himself? say that. <laughs> like, the, he, like, weather, like, they're not exp- How much are weather balloons? Let me look this up. Here, you can yeah, figure I'm it out. do some research on weather balloons. Yeah, just hit that up in the old Amazon or <laughs> well, something, maybe I eBay. Know, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Brent actually had a theory for why that wouldn't work. Because, um, Brent, you basically said that Big Camera was also in on it. And <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. Is it Go- yeah, GoPro and their fish islands is fucking everything up. Yeah, Big Camera. <laughs> big Look, Camera, uh, dude. <laughs> okay, they're between 20 and and $100, depending on, you know, the quality of, of, of weather balloon. Um, Listen, but we like, can get a GoFundMe going for him. A hundred dollars? That seems like not that much to, you know, to prove your entire crazy conspiracy theory, yeah. right? Like, Honestly, just put it on your Amazon wish list. Someone will buy it for you. How much, totally. the, how much the chest tattoo. What is the wage? You're willing to spend the money on the chest tattoo. They'll they'll buy the weather balloon. What is the wage for prison? Uh, uh, like eight cents an hour, I think. Well, So there Some, you go. Something crazy. So to yeah, him, it's much more expensive. They get paid at all. <laughs> so... In 2003, uh, Stephen had a vision uh, that he was on a raft floating on the celestial ocean, and he was looking at the back of the sun. And so this is where Stephen's um, theory of the rapture comes to play. We talked about this a little bit in our first rapture episode. Rapture or rapture? <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Ayo! That was... That was uh, the rapture. Bad. I just smacked my microphone oh, off God. the stand for visual <laughs> effects, even though no one can see this. I don't know why, but when you said that, I just like black hole sun just started playing in the back of my head. Like, black hey, ocean, watch you cam. <laughs> That's a weird thing about Steven, too, that, that I, I definitely should mention is that his YouTube channel, you should definitely go check it out. Uh, look up Lord Stephen Christ's Concave Earth. Yeah, make sure we uh, plug this crazy guy. He has a lot of videos um, of him doing like weird Seether covers and stuff. But he like, <laughs> of course he likes Seether. <laughs> but he like changes the lyrics to like flat Earth, to be like the Earth you is concave. Because that's another thing. He has like this weird like 
battle with the flat earthers. Oh my god, I love his feud with the flat earthers. It's so good, dude. <laughs> dude, the Stephen Christ thing, I it, it's one of the funniest things on the internet. No. The concave roof kicks flat Earth's ass. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if it is Seether, but. Jesus Christ! I don't know. It's the only Seether song I know, and it, it's the one where he does a duet with that girl from Evanescence, I think. If you go to if you go to the YouTube channel right now, his his you know on YouTube you can do like a, a main image video or whatever that comes up automatically. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know we have to deal with ding 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 ding. So. Yeah, Little hot, hot little trailer yeah yeah so so steven's channel trailer is um is a song that he like wrote and it's real creepy and it's just time 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 like over and over and over again and it's hilarious so i urge you to go check it out if you <laughs> haven't <laughs> so here is steven's theory in depth of the rapture or as brent calls it the rapture mm. um and this is Thank you. this Whoever. is much more in depth than our first episode i i actually kind of researched this so oh, oh my lord so it kind of makes Hold sense on. in the sense so so oh uh, what are you listening to it no i what one of the videos i i'll have to watch this on my own my personal time but one of the videos i found on his website or his website his youtube page is called First time QAnon met God, 2018. Lord oh. Stephen Christ concave there. Dude, oh, see, there's God. so much. There's oh, my too word. much. There's too much to go through. I literally. Oh, my goodness. And he's been in prison for years. And this is all just old content. Like, I don't know how this it's. Is a, that's a save for later right there. Yep, yep. We'll, we'll have to do a part three of this. So, Oof. so let's go through Stephen's, uh, Stephen's version of the rapture. So let's let's think what we know here we know that the earth is inverted we know that there is a glass sky above us uh which which has ice um surrounding it of course of course and we know that the sun is spinning on the inside of the celestial sphere yep we know that spinning on the celestial v we all know that (laughs) (laughs) so steven thinks that one day because of his vision the sun will stop on the day of a solar eclipse and the ice attached to the glass sky will melt because the sun cannot be stationary for too long. Otherwise, the ice will start to warm up and of fall course. apart and melt and then fall to the ground, causing the rapture. So, Stephen says the ice chunks will be as heavy as 1,000 pounds. And they will be um, falling from the sky on the darkest day of the Earth. Yo, that's not even, like, honest. that's just like... Like in the like, that's not that heavy. Like in the <laughs> like in the grand scheme of things. But like, but Jack, there's billions of them. There's billions of them. Oh, true. And also, uh, yeah, if they're falling from the sky, and literally anywhere, it'll probably fall through. And just wait, you think this is just going to destroy the Earth or what? Yeah, well, it's going to fall literally anywhere except for one place, and that mm-hmm. is Australia. If you boys remember. Oh, I do. So I don't really, but I mean, Australia is weirdly the center of a lot of weird conspiracy <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, leftovers. Oh, such a good show. Mm-hmm, oh. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. <laughs> hey, there's some people who believe that Australia isn't even real. <laughs> oh, damn. It's a fake place. How can they oh, stand if they're upside down, should. mate? How can you. You can't. Gravity doesn't work that way, mate. Some people Bloody think upside that, down. <laughs> some, some people think he's, that flushing a toilet in Australia <laughs> makes it go reversed. <laughs> I heard it was hilarious. the southern hemisphere makes it go reverse, but um, I think that is then funny. I heard it's just whatever way your toilet goes. <laughs> yeah, because water is just pushed out of a side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So so the only place that will be uh, salvaged by this terrible reckoning of ice falling from the sky is Australia. And you might be saying, well, Bob, why Australia? Like, what about Australia? Isn't it hot there? Wouldn't the glass melt there of anywhere in the world? Well, it's not remember on the ground, this, not up in the sky. Yeah, and remember <laughs> this too. Remember, this is going to be on the day of a solar eclipse. So there will be one part of the Earth that is covered by the shadow of the moon. Oh, and that place is will Australia. be Australia. We're the only place with the shadow, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so the shadow will basically prevent that part of the glass sky from melting. So this is where Lord Stephen plans to build his new Jerusalem, the start of the new world. And if you want to be let into this new world, you have to follow a couple rules. The biggest <laughs> one being that you are marked with Lord Stephen Christ's logo. Oh my God, that crazy circular tattoo. Yes. You need that to get in. Mm -hmm. It's massive. It's I assume a picture of it will be on the uh is gonna be on the brain blog. Oh, but it has to be. I looked for it and I guess one of the followers got their tattoo removed. So yikes, that must have been rough. Yeah. Yeah. Because these are like people listening. Full chess piece. (laughs) Go you you have to like look it up. The the, they're crazy huge, they're crazy intricate. Like it's like you. It's essentially like a rune. Like it's like runes inscribed onto your chest. Um, oh yes. It's it's it's. It, they're insane. They're insane. I I think I remember. I said that they would be a cool looking tattoo if it wasn't associated with this stuff. I mean, mm. we'll we'll try to find it for the brain bloggled because uh, the more that we can put on the brain bloggled, the better. We'll link to a couple of videos of Steven's so you can check it out. Oh, I think there. Wait, um, I think there's pictures of it on the Concave Earth uh, wiki. Oh, man, would that be awesome? Yeah, so a couple of his followers basically were branded with this Stephen Christ tattoo, which Jack described as a really objectively good design. Um, and uh, it, it's very interesting. Yeah, they're kind of cool. It's, it's kind of a cool, it's like, it looks very tattoo-esque. So you have to have this tattoo branded to get into Stephen City. Um, and how do you get to Stephen City if there is glass ice falling around everywhere well the way steven describes it is people will be just transported to australia underground using magnetic trains hell yeah now what i don't know is are the trains already there or does he have the permits to install these monorail systems (laughs) yeah Yeah, well i know that you know japan's got maglev trains but does uh (laughs) does australia has australia done that investment into the infrastructure yet maybe just well it'd have to be from all over the world too because it's not just australia oh they're going from they're going to australia maybe that's what the boring company is Oh my God! Oh, Elon is in on it. Do we know? Oh, of course, do he we is. know what? Uh, do we know what he thinks about Elon? Elon. Uh, I would have to assume that he thinks he's dumb. 
I mean, he calls the space shuttle the space shittle. So <laughs> I have to assume that he has some stupid nickname for Elon, too. Um, Elon bust. Probably. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds about right. Uh, I, I yeah. Call me up, Steven, if you need you need me. I'll I'll give you the couple of these for free, but then you have to pay for it. <laughs> the first couple are free, and then you'll keep coming back for more because you got a taste for it. You mm. sick, sick burns. Well, Brent, you could trade him with uh, mm-hmm. you, you could you know you could just like he could pay you in free tattoos. That's true. Free tattoos or Dogecoin. I don't know. Yeah, there whatever. you go. There you go. Yeah. So the people will be uh, transported to Australia. And when you get there, uh, you are you come out of the ground where there is no longer ice chunks um, falling from the sky. Now I don't know if these ice chunks will be like constantly falling forever, or if they will just be like for a brief moment. But Stephen will have built his New Jerusalem atop a large rock. Uh, this is where the city will be located, and at the top of the city, there will be an elevator. To the glass sky. Oh, and Jack found the image. Yeah, I found nice. The image. Oh wow, that's like holy crap. That, yeah. Is that an SVG file? Like that? No, that's a just a, that's just a detailed. PNG. Um, honestly, that's a pretty sick logo. Yeah, not gonna lie. I mean, I'm sure there's probably some like hi- there's got to be some like hidden, you know, bad symbols in there. Um, but. Uh, Here's uh these are the these are the this is the image I had in my head of this like father son duo who both have mm-hmm. it yeah massive tattooed mm-hmm. on their chest like when you first see it like just the image you're like oh that's like you know just boom on the shoulder boom on the uh, mm-hmm. on your back or something but no it's massive mm-hmm. on their chests I believe the person uh, inside sources state that the person on the right who is I believe transgender now. Uh, so they don't have the tattoo anymore, I believe, but I could be completely wrong about that. That's just, uh, that's what I think I heard. So yeah, that's a pretty painful tattoo to get removed right there. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll right across the chest, like the Superman logo. (laughs) Um, All right. So we know we know what's going on here. We know that the glass sky is going to melt, and that we all got to go to Australia so that we can all live in Stevens' um, new world where there will be martial law. Oh, of course, it's going to be martial law. Too dope. <laughs> just, just That's what Steven just said. That in there. He just, Honestly, said in just there. say less, man. You didn't. You've sold me. Like. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Authoritarianism. Shut up and take my soul, dude. <laughs> yes. So you might be sitting there thinking, what evidence is there to any of this? None. Well, <laughs> well, there is. Jack, are you not? Are you not watching the same video of this of this dude drawing circles? Come on. He has drawn concentric circles Oops. and he labeled it eight hundred miles. And then, I was really uh, proud of him the day that he bought a um, uh, what do you call those things to help you make circles? Compass? Like, uh, a, a compass or whatever yeah he bought like a, a compass and like a protractor type thing yeah and um yeah he, he he actually started making the circles with that as opposed to like ashtrays <laughs> which is kind of mm-hmm. in Wait, his earlier he, videos did he does he have a number for how thick he thinks the crust is uh eight miles how is... many c's is it how many c's <laughs> thick is it well eight <laughs> miles is how 
deep. Is it We've dummy thick? Dug, but he doesn't know how thick it is. Wait, it's thick with five C's. <laughs> what does he think <laughs> is on? What does he think is on the outside? If we're on the inside. Oh well, good. I'm glad you asked that, Jack. Mm. So oh. what? What he thinks is observation. So so this is part actually of great segue because this is part of the evidence sector sector. Oh, of course. So the terms "what in the world" and "get the hell out of here" are evidence to show <laughs> dude, uh, two dude, things. Oh come on! He actually <laughs> is like that's evidence. <laughs> I, I, Jack, I couldn't hear anything you just said. I said this guy actually thinks that that stuff is evidence. <laughs> yeah, so so the term "what in the world" is evidence that we are inside the Earth because otherwise, why would they? Why would the term be? Oh, no, in I'm not dying. The I'm world. literally dying. I'm actually dying. <laughs> Rip. I'm Rip literally dead. Jack. What? Bobby is Bobby just spawned the podcast by himself now. We're dead. And get the and hell then, out of here is because if you were out of here, you would be in hell. Is that it? Yeah. So, so to answer your question, there's nothing but a hell on Earth outside of hell the outside of Earth. You mean? I just see Brent laying down in his bed right now, just his hands it in the air. Was, uh, oh yeah, no! So on Earth, I Earth's guess yes, yeah, so because. Because they would be standing on the outside of the planet in their in their hellscape. <laughs> yes, basically on the outside of the planet. We don't know really what there is, but Stephen describes it as hell because it's it's pretty much nothing. It's 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 a void. It's an empty void of nothingness. And also, calling um, it hell is just easy to do. Yeah, because he doesn't have to explain it any further. <laughs> yep. So get the hell out of here is proof that it is uh, outside. So the other piece of evidence that Stephen has and so the- dumb. This one's got kind of interesting to me. So, have you guys ever heard of Libyan desert glass? Um, I, I feel like I have heard the term. I have not. So it this does is not a sound familiar. This is a real life thing. Basically, in in certain deserts, there's uh, this thing called desert glass, which is basically it, it almost looks like when you have glass that washes up to shore in the ocean. It's very smooth. Um, so this stuff is found in the desert and scientists truly don't know where it comes from. But that's what we have Stephen for because Stephen tells us that the uh, glass, the desert glass is pieces of the glass sky dude, which have stop. fallen. Dude, no, come on, dude. So the origin of desert glass is uncertain, but Stephen st- argues that it is a result of meteors that skid across the glass sky melting through and tearing a hole in the glass, spreading small shards across the earth. Uh, so, According thinking, to uh, the Wikipedia page for Libyan desert glass, mm-hmm. um, yeah, me, they, they do think it is from, it is from meteors, um, except mm. uh, instead of impacting with the uh the glass up there it's it's when it hits the sand you know like a sane person would think right because sand becomes glass if it's heated up to the right point yeah you ever Um, seen that uh that dude in the desert who gets a big uh fresnel lens um a fresnel lens is just a type of lens that is really good at focusing light and it um he just like sets it up in the desert and has a uh has like a 3d printer that uses the sun and melts glass to like 3d print things Melt sand into glass. Oh shit, that's sick. Yeah, that's weird, cool. bro. That is weird. Pretty cool. So, 
what does Steven say about astronauts going into space? Because you might be thinking, well, he knows NASA goes up there. He just thinks that they lie about what they see. So the thing with, with space is there's a glass sky blocking it. So how do they get through the glass sky? Well, this is described as a carbon matrix. Similarly to the meteors, the space shuttle and other rockets skid across the glass sky. And as it heats up and goes, uh, uses friction, it basically melts right through the glass. So that is how they get into space. And they, of course, know all of this. They, they're hiding it from us. Um, I don't know if it's for the people's protection or if it's you know going to be this big reveal once everything falls it's gonna be like okay everybody we built the trains steven's waiting in new jerusalem let's go Mm. Mm. this really does feel very leftoversy doesn't it yeah i mean this feels like like if they made like a leftovers like open world video game that you could play in (laughs) this would be like a side quest (laughs) that you could go on where you infiltrate this weird cult yes and then well, well luckily, I think he probably took a lot of inspiration from the uh I mean that like event sounds pretty similar to the rapture. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he he takes a lot of his inspiration from the Bible. I mean, he'll he'll quote the Bible very frequently when he does these little videos. And as you can see in the video that I'm showing you now, he's drawing an example of a meteor <laughs> melting through the glass sky. Oh. The ice chunks Oh, he, they off. come from inside. Mhm. And then hit, oh, okay, of course they do cuz where would they be going if they were on the outside of the glass? Yeah. Um you know, because you, <laughs> Dude, it's just, yeah. It's, it's a why? Lot of, why is the most boring alternate Earth theory the most popular one? Probably because it is right? the most boring, and it's the most you know, like, I it, it quote unquote the the most like believable or has the most evidence, I guess. I just can't um, believe how few people know about this. Because concave Earth is so much cooler than flat it's Earth. Insane. The, so the reason, the way I actually, um, just for a fun anecdote, the, the way I discovered Concave Earth was uh, through ASMR, you know, I, I'm a big fan of the unintentional videos and hey, people like um, drawing and explaining things. I It just like reminds me of, you know, being taught something in school and it's just very relaxing for me and sometimes <laughs> you just kind of kick back and pay attention and whatever. Um, hey, so, so um, a couple years gonna, ago. So, uh the earth is actually on the inside you hear that you hear that glass tinkling that's the meat that's the meteorites the meteorites are the meteorites are hitting the glass and the glass is falling down yes, hey, go Brent. listen to our go listen to our asmr episode yes please do <laughs> so this this was on a playlist of unintentional asmr videos that i was watching it probably two years before we started the podcast and I remember thinking it was a joke. I was like, this is funny. Like, this is a bit. Um, and then I <laughs> good, looked at his YouTube bit. channel. I was like, this is not a bit. This is, a, <laughs> this is legit. <laughs> this is not a bit. This is it legit. Is legit. So, some honorable mentions. Um, Steven is a graphic designer, so he has a background in this stuff. Oh, that explains why his logo is so good. Mm-hmm. He also mm. knows how to use... Um, video editing softwares and stuff like that. He's actually fairly talented at this stuff. Mm. So the other thing too is Steven has conducted science to try to prove his theories. 
Um, I personally or, think of myself as a conductor of science. He's conducted science know? or something close to it. <laughs> so he has one test that he he tried to to use to prove that the Earth was concave, and that is uh, the plumbob test. So if you don't know what a plumbob is, basically you, it's like a weight on a string, essentially, and uh, you use it to keep things level, plumb uh, in, in construction. So he dug, there was, I guess, like a study. I don't know if it was him or if it was someone he knows. Dug these, like, like cored out these, like, holes in the ground. And went, like, a couple miles one way and a couple miles another way. And they hung some plumb bobs down into the holes. Maybe it was a, a well or something. Um, and I guess the plumb bobs both went uh, out away from each other. Which would prove that gravity um, was actually pulling things concavely towards the center of the Earth, which is in the sky. Uh, as opposed to okay. if the Earth was spherical, they would go inward, I guess. Um, so that's his main piece of evidence right oh, there. Oh, I know what he... Oh, oh, oh. Because, right, if you were to... If, if if you're on a curve, right? Mm-hmm. And if you and if the curve is big enough so that you uh, the curve is not noticeable to you, if you were to and somebody was far enough away on the opposite side of the curve, like you're you, it, you, you know the center of the Earth, right? Since the Earth is a sphere, you can draw a straight line from the center of the Earth to any point in Earth, right? Mm-hmm. So he was trying. He was effectively saying that with the plumb bobs, saying that if they were pointing towards each other that means that the earth is curved in the way that we all know it because um you know they would be pointing towards the center of earth since they're pointing out though they're pointing towards the center of the sky of space which is the center of the of the of of his thing which um does it which that logic doesn't even like that's entirely flawed that's not what that means (laughs) (laughs) like clearly <laughs> he was yeah. like, it's a that's what we call a false equivalency, <laughs> right? Because I mean, the other thing you got to think too is like you have to take into account the the angle of the hole of the well, and um, yeah, you know, a lot of different factors go into play. But that is the biggest uh, okay. source of scientific evidence they have. I mean, the guy throws out a lot of of big words in his videos and i think he made up most of them up um <laughs> but now for the interesting the interesting part uh which oh. is our connection to this community because oh. if you yes. remember you know we did an episode if you remember the 15 times i've mentioned it uh in the past hour we've done an episode about this before and so what happened was uh we posted our first episode to youtube where it actually got noticed by the concave earth community. Unfortunately. Unfor- well, I say fortunately. This <laughs> yeah, is amazing. For- this is the best thing yeah, that's ever happened. This is actually really cool. So there's a woman on YouTube uh, who's very outspoken about her experiences with Steven. Her name is Veronica, and we'll, we'll leave it at just Veronica for discretionary purposes. Uh, in our last episode, we mentioned a video of Steven cursing her to hell per, uh, pretty much. And we kind of mentioned that she had been dating him and she was kind of like, you know, very interested in Steven and they kind of had some kind of relationship, um, potentially. Yeah. Now, 
Veronica actually replied to our video. She she kind of uh, made a comment to us. Yeah, and well, because in the video, in the original episode, we had talked about like we were like, oh, we wish we knew where Stephen was now because there wasn't really a lot of information about his whereabouts. Um, and we were like, we we were wondering about what happened to her. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, she responded to or not responded to us, but she 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 contacted us. Yes, she she actually. So a lot of people um, saw that episode on YouTube, and we got a lot of different comments. But this one definitely stood out because uh, we we did mention her in the show. And so basically, what she said was that uh, Stephen is now in federal prison. He's in the psych ward. He's been there since 2018. And in fact, the video uh, that briefly featured the woman is me reading an email he sent from prison. Uh, Nalon had his slash her tattoo filled in and deleted the Mercury channel. There was a channel called Stephen Christ Mercury. There is only one follower remaining, Travis, to my knowledge. Your research is incomplete. <laughs> just by just, the way, roasting you. Yeah, right. By the way, his he went to prison for threatening Trump. Which is weird, because if you see the, like, actual, like, news stuff, like, everything says he was threatening Obama. Well, he did threaten Obama, but he also threatened Trump. Yeah, and I guess he's in prison for threatening Trump, but not Obama, I guess. Uh, Well, he went to prison for uh, threatening Obama briefly, but he was let out after, like, a year or two. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah. And and this was kind of his, like, second offense, his second time threatening to assassinate the president. You think a loon like this would... uh would be into trump well it's weird because there's a couple videos on his channel that are like pro trump um like maybe oh. he was mad that uh trump didn't leak uh leak the documents because a lot yeah. of people thought that trump was going to declassify everything right it could be one of those like QAnon type things where it's like the people that aren't full in are like upset with trump for not revealing like hillary clinton and all that stuff oh my god his most recent video is stephen christ superstar trader pence yeah. see trader pence. Pence. god's yeah, warning yeah. trader mike pence all i go. do is dream <laughs> see Dude. so that that one must that, that one gives that me one a vibe of in, that one was in russian what <laughs> <laughs> well uh, the most popular stephen christ video is uh is is in fully in russian i don't know what why that is but so weird yeah there's a lot of videos on here that are very strange so so weird so it gets more interesting though lion um, steven lord steven lion is an l-i-o-n by the way <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets more interesting yeah she uh yeah so the thing is uh we we actually got the email from veronica and she basically said that she uh, was totally willing to share her story and that she did a full-length interview describing her experiences with Stephen. Um, and she said it was a very tough time in her life. So I just wanted to say, you know, Veronica, if you're listening to this, if you hear this episode, uh, thank you for your sharing because I know that it's, it's tough to talk about uh, your past with him. Uh, but we really appreciate getting the insight because I, I like she's kind of said, it's important that um, people hear about her experience so that they don't get sucked into this um, weird cult. Mm-hmm. So a couple things that Veronica mentioned um, is in this in this interview is that she was uh, in a very, very dark place. And she, she as a religious person, she asked God to reveal Jesus to her. 
And it was actually at the same point in time when she discovered Steven's videos on YouTube. So it was kind of like the perfect storm of she was just in a bad place. She asked God to reveal Jesus. And then, bam, here comes this guy. He's like, I'm Jesus. You know, here I am. And one thing that she she kind of revealed in the interview is that there was a chemical incident when Stephen was about 18 um, in which he had like some kind of chemical spill on his head and it burned off his like hair, uh, which kind of explains his like uh, baldingness, which I, I never understood because he's not too old. Um, and I guess that it, it like burned off his scalp. And so Veronica thinks that this actually affected his mental health and that this is partially uh, why he is kind of the way he is, you know, that there is some kind of effect that the chemicals had on his brain. Interesting. Yeah. So is it, is, I guess I haven't like really seen any pictures of him without the hat. Yeah. On. He's wearing a hat a lot of the time. Yeah. He's so like, like he, he's usually shaved his head shaved. Um, but in some of his older videos, he has long hair and, uh, here I'll go back to the first slide in the slideshow because you can kind of see, maybe I closed the slideshow. I guess I closed the slideshow. That's fine. Um, but yeah, yeah I know he had like a weird, like mullet thing going on in that picture. Yeah. Like, you, know, you, yeah. you can kind of see here, like it's, um, he has a hat on to cover up the, the bald spot, but like it's, it's, above his head it's kind of bald and then he's no got, like, this, this video has to be this video has to be like an old video that this is a up. really old video yeah but it's after this was uploaded incident. in 2020 so yep he, yeah this this whole channel is pre-uploaded videos or or uploaded yeah, oh, videos is, that were, yeah though don't they just like go through this because like their channels get deleted every once in a while right and then they yeah. just go through and like just re-upload everything Yes, that's what this channel is. It's just a re-upload of, like, old, old videos all the way back. Interesting. Gotcha. Because, I mean, Steve's in prison, so he doesn't really have the chance to keep up with his YouTube channel. Um, but, yeah, he wears bandanas and hats, and I think it's to cover his his hair. Um, even in this one. I mean, <laughs> Lord Stephen Christ exposed as reptilian shapeshifter. Nice. Oh, geez. Yeah, so... I, he went through this, he had this incident and, um, I just, I just wanted to say about it, you know, every good villain starts with a chemical, uh, some kind of, um, chemical incident, you know, yeah, like the I mean, Joker, by Bobby's definition, the Joker is the only good villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. When you said the thing about the chemical spill, the reason why I asked if there were like, any good pictures is it sounds fake. Mm. Like it sounds a little bit like a story mm-hmm. that like maybe he would say that happened to him to like, I don't know. Maybe like, maybe he's why, just why balding is, naturally and he's, he's why, using yeah, that as like, a, I was going to say, you said the you know, the thing about like, Oh, it's kind of weird for someone his age to be bald. But I'm like, I know plenty of people who like mm. basically go bald by the time they're in their twenties, you know, like yeah. it's not unheard of. Mm. So, I mean, Oh my god! I'm I don't know. Bald and he just 20s. feels like the kind of guy who would make up like a weird story by himself. Like, oh yeah, I had like a, a chemical spill on my fucking head. Yeah, as a child, like <laughs> it seems odd to me. Like, I don't know that that I would I would want to know more details about that. And like, mm. I don't know. I gotta be honest. I just just 
just hearing it secondhand, I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. I I think it's a it's a, a made up Stephen Christ story. Yeah. Um, that that I assume he not saying that I thought Veronica made it up. No, but that no. Stephen Christ probably made it up and told Veronica. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah. he, they, there is some verifiable way we can prove that he did have some sort of like, yeah, weird two chemical accident on his head. <laughs> he it's either wild. burned all his hair off and went crazy yeah. or uh, was crazy and went bald. You know? Yeah. Right. I mean, it would. <laughs> it's really interesting either way. You know? I mean, oh, it's, it's no, a very Bobby, interesting um, thing. The, uh, <laughs> Lex Luthor's original origin story <gasps> oh, yes! was, was um, <laughs> Superman was a boy. He was Superboy, and mm-hmm. there was a uh, Lex Luthor was doing like uh, I don't, like some kind of experiment, and, he, and, and, and there was a fire. Um, and mm-hmm. um, Superboy used his breath to blow out um, the fire, but he like the the like the combination of the strong wind and the like chemical fumes uh, like blew his hair off. It made him go bald. <laughs> And um, that's why Lex wow. Luthor hates Superman and wants in and like and became president to like outlaw him or whatever <laughs> in some in some stories or something. Oh man, oh that's uh, it's crazy. Yeah, don't mess with the lettuce, my guy. Yeah, you don't mess with the lettuce. <laughs> yeah, come for Superman. That's like dude, the uh, don't mess short. with the money, dude. DC Future State kind of sucks. Hot take. I don't know if that's a hot take. Not a big fan of DC Future State. If anyone listening is into comics, DC Future State's not that good. Is that the newest? Uh, I have no opinion. Yeah, is, it's the is newest that the one. newest? Yeah, and it's just weird. I don't know. It's all right. I don't know, dude. DC is kind of just like ever since the Dark Knight series. DC's just kind of been like, wow. No, dude. DC's, DC's just the BC some, well, now. DC got DC got bought by AT and T a while ago. Um, <laughs> before thick, and then um, they got bought by AT and T a while ago, and then AT and T made a bunch of like bad moves and bad like executive decisions i think there's a few there's a there's a few few good good stories i don't know i thought the dark the dark knights metal and death metal series were really good but i really uh, like the uh capullo snyder series for batman yeah like the court of owls and stuff like that yeah Bobby likes the most prolific Batman author and, and artist. Wow, Bob. Wow, Bob. <laughs> what a surprise. No, it's fine. Batman, I, mean, uh... I mean, they're the most prolific for a reason. Oh, yeah, they're good, dude. I have the uh, Killing Joke uh, graphic novel and the Dark Knight nice. graphic novel. Nice. Yeah. I have them Are... both digitally, but... Yeah. This isn't a comic book podcast, guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well, we hadn't had a tangent yet, so... Yeah. Oh. Listen, if you like say that your origin story is that you had chemicals spilled on your head or whatever, <laughs> then we're gonna talk about super. Brent's gonna second. be skeptical. That's on you. I'm going to be skeptical. <laughs> I kind of want to do some research and figure out. Show like, me the receipts. <laughs> I want to see. This is before the internet, what dude. This chemicals? is before we had, uh, you know, like documentation on literally everything ever. Yeah. No, True. I'm literally picturing like him, like as like a like a little boy or something, like playing ball in the street in a truck with like <laughs> barrels of like nuclear waste driving by and like one pops off and like spills out i'm like literally like that there's an episode of community where like the dean like has like <laughs> a cartoon version of the dean has like a chemical like barrel spill on him and he turns into mega dean and he like kills everybody oh very <laughs> mega so it's, it's like this i'm literally picturing this <laughs> yep. being the case first lord stephen christ but, lord stephen uh, who knows 
Yeah, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to do some research right now to figure it out. I mean, he was supposedly he was 18 when this happened. Um, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, if you look up Stephen Stephen Christopher, I mean, it's all just the Obama thing again. Though it's it's interesting that something this uh, this crazy this wild on the internet yeah. doesn't have more traction. Like it's pretty much unknown to a lot of people. Like there's only a couple thousand views it on a lot of these so videos. It's so funny the like the difference between uh, like it's like thi- like this crazy conspiracy theory is 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 too crazy for them. Right? Mm-hmm. I I saw I um read a in uh an article um and by read an article this was a the article wasn't even about this it was a portion of an article but it was there uh was a psych ward where that had three patients who all claimed to be the reincarnation of jesus christ um and the psych ward was like hmm this could be interesting so they put all three of them as roommates together uh (laughs) and they were like apparent apparently they would try to like the, the, between the three of them would try to figure out who the real Jesus was, who was the most, who was the holiest, who like, and uh, they said the that at the Marty. end, yeah, at the end, uh, the each each person who thought they were Jesus um, wrote the other two off as being crazy. No way. And we're like, I'm Jesus. These guys are crazy. These guys aren't wow. Jesus. And all three of them did that to the other two. And it's, it's like, like the it's, ultimate version of narcissism. Right. Yeah, it's well, it's like it, it just makes me think of like QAnon, right? Because like QAnon has swept the nation, and it's like, why QAnon? Mm. Why not concave? Why not concave Earth, which is a much more harmless, you know, conspiracy yeah. theory? You know, that one would have been a cool one for everyone to be obsessed with. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're right, but also if everyone around us believed that the Earth was concave, I mean. And we were making like scientific decisions based off of that knowledge and no we wouldn't be making it wouldn't be that it's like you just replace like we're not making scientific decisions on q honors you know that's true like, that's true yeah. like even it's when still quote a unquote m- their minority opinion yeah, yeah it was like i like they're just very incredibly vocal i mean yeah. minor yeah like it's a minority opinion uh in the grand scheme of things but like in terms of conspiracy like i can't remember the last time there was a conspiracy theory that was this you know um crazed you had this had this much uh thing and i don't know if it's ever like happened <laughs> you know yeah. like why like i mean we could we, we've done so many q on episodes but like it just it, like this part of the reasons why we started this 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 podcast is to, like what gets people believing in conspiracy theories yeah you know maybe one of the things is like maybe if there's enough people behind it it's not a conspiracy anymore you know like you could argue that there's things that we believe and that we do every day that that aren't real or aren't true or um that we think are real but aren't you know that that if we if 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 it was a minority we'd look at that group of people and say you're crazy like you think that I don't know. Like, I can't think of a good example for some reason, but yeah, what's Bobby, something that because we, I, <laughs> because I don't, I legitimately don't know what you're referring to by there are things we do every day that aren't real. Well, like let, I, I'm, I'm having trouble thinking of an example, but there's definitely things that I feel like are, well, there you are know, like, mo- things you know, like, like believe. societal morals and norms and stuff that, that, that have been established that, yeah. that are only, are only in place because, 
uh, because everyone believes in them, you know, like murder is bad and stuff like right. that. Um, but like, I think there is a difference between just like a difference of morals and ethics versus, mm-hmm. you know, a difference of where the sun is in our okay. sky versus in the center of the planet. Well, here's, here's one. Like, I guess what I'm trying to think of is like, um, like milk is good for your bones, right? Like myths, I guess. Um, that that's, there's studies that, that prove that milk is actually bad for your bones and that it actually reduces the strength of your bones and makes them more brittle. And so it's like on a grand scheme, we, we have these sort of weird little beliefs that we're all like, yep, you got to drink milk. Good for your bones. Good, strong for your bones. And it's not a conspiracy. It's just a common belief. It's just clever advertising. But if it was like yeah. tw- 10% I mean, of argue, people, then maybe it would be a conspiracy. Like, real wild with it, you could argue conspiracy in that like you were sold a marketing campaign that like told you like, oh, well, there's calcium in this, so it makes your bones strong, but doesn't actually account yeah, for like, I wouldn't the other call factors it a conspiracy, that actually... Though. Yeah, it's like, not really a conspiracy as much yeah. as is like a misconception. Kind of false advertising. Right, maybe? right. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a pretty big difference right there. But I guess the question I was I was trying to raise is if it was a smaller group of people that were touting it, would it be a conspiracy? And because it's so many people, is it is that what makes it not a conspiracy? Is it like if it's a minority of people, then it's a conspiracy. But if it's everybody, then you're just kind of following the crowd. Well, I think like, conspiracy implies um I don't know. I think there's just like a connotation to it. Like it's it, against I, general belief or yeah, against, it, general, against general belief. And I think the, I think the idea is like, there are like the, the idea behind a conspiracy is there are people actively hiding this truth from you. Right. right. That's, that's like, a good I don't point. think like, like, you know, like big, you know, big milk lobbies <laughs> for, you know, <laughs> are like, they're not, they, they don't, they don't like, active like there's no there's no like active suppression of you know true milk facts they just say mm. what they say and don't really right. take into I mean, account the other stuff yeah i mean to, yeah. To, to define what a conspiracy is technically like um the actual definition is a secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful mm. oh yeah. so in order for like that is i think like the connotation that jack's describing well, is that oh, the yeah, idea yeah, yeah. is that there's like somehow somebody is doing something for like some sort of nefarious purpose mm-hmm. and they're trying to hide it from you. Right. Well, so right. I think that's the thing that kind of separates it from if we you know uh, things that we yeah. Oh, oh, I was just going to say if we go off the studies where uh milk is is bad for your bones, they, that would that would qualify it as a conspiracy, would it not? Mm. Cuz then drinking milk would then be harmful. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, it, it definitely makes sense because I in love this milk. case I drink milk all the time. No, same. <laughs> I have dairy a lot and I love cheese to death. Um, but in this case, like, I guess it makes sense because Steven is, uh, Steven's basically saying NASA's lying to you. The government's lying to you. Yeah. The earth is truly mm-hmm. concave. You're being lied to. And I guess there's that, there's that, uh, sort of, yeah, there's that connotation of there's something that someone's not telling you because yeah. they're trying to benefit off. Cause of I somehow. could, I could fully, like, I could fully get behind, you know, as a big fan of milk, like. I don't know. I could fully agree that milk is bad for you. I'm so, like, um, it, it, it's it's like, but I don't feel like I'm being lied to about right. it. I think like the like the uh, the yeah the the um, the distrust is 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 a big part of the uh, of the conspiracy. I say this all the time, but I, I like conspiracy theorists. Man, are just people are just lonely, scared people. 
uh, who want to feel safe and who want to feel sane and who want to feel like they're a part of something. And I think, like, I think... Yeah, and I... No, yeah, I also I'm, think I'm, they're I'm just done, people yeah. who are looking for, like, explanation and order to things that don't necessarily have, like, a good explanation or a good reason for being, yeah. you know? I think sometimes it's easier for there to be, like, some grand, you know, sort of plot behind mm -hmm. the, the way things happen to sort of, like... Almost, it's almost more comforting to think that like there's some grand sort of thing going on in the shadows that's like making all these bad things yeah. happen as opposed to sometimes just shitty things are happening and yeah. there's no real yeah. big plan or anything to it. It's just shitty things happen or people do shitty things because there's people are selfish sometimes yeah. and just do shitty yeah. things. There's no big plot. There's no grand cabal or like new world order shit going on. It's just selfish people doing selfish things and it's just easier i think for some people to sort of make connections where there aren't any to explain some of the shit that happens that we see you know yeah, yeah. like the uh yeah like uh like to, uh, like QAnon, you know like they're 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 pedophiles because they need to create fear in the uh in the children to to better feed off their adrenochrome is uh is 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 more comforting um because that like that you know that get that that gives a concrete explanation instead of some people are just fucked in the head and are pedophiles mm -hmm. yeah. or and and it's like it's 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 sad and it and also it is it's also like this weird fear projection of like rather than actually looking at where a lot of the real problems are when it comes to that sort of stuff where it's like you know uh, you know sexual abuse of children is something that predominantly happens within families and within tightly knit groups of people so like usually your abuser is probably going to be someone you know mm, as yeah. opposed to like a shadowy like underground Boogeyman. cabal yeah. a, a boogeyman type situation not to say that sex trafficking doesn't happen it does it's yeah. just more predominantly that stuff happens you know within the families within communities but rather than addressing that stuff it's easier to sort of project those fears and everything onto some pizza shop unknowable <laughs> yeah. thing that's yeah. just like we need to fight against as opposed to actually look looking inward at the defects within you know your own your own family your own community you know it's Absolutely. a lot harder to do that it's a lot harder to have that introspection so it's easier yeah. To have yeah. the boogeyman to be afraid of. It's harder know? to admit that the problem might be uh, within your own system and and, and mm -hmm. something that you have to fix as opposed to someone else like Donald Trump, some savior to come along and fix it for you, you know? And yeah. and I yeah. think it was interesting. There was uh, someone who I'm friends with on Facebook um, posted like a, a Saturday Night Live skit that they did a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was last week um, about like the pizza bar. Or the the pizza shop that that has like the the basement with uh, the pizza gate, yeah, yeah the pizza oh, gate yeah. with child sex trafficking, and I guess mm -hmm. Saturday Night Live did a skit about it, um, and this person was very very upset that Saturday Night Saturday Night Live was joking about something so serious because they believe that you know it's it's true it's real, mm -hmm. and the comments mm -hmm. that that were following that post of of that person being angry. We're all like, I can't believe that people are willing to make jokes about people's children getting like, like molested. Like this is horrible, and like we talk about all the time. Like, of course, like it, it, it makes sense why these like a lot of, um, you know, I don't want to group people That's into groups, so but like a lot of middle aged kind of people who have children and care a lot about uh, the younger generations. It's really like playing with their heartstrings because it's like. 
how can you not care about the kids you know like yeah and like brent you like you just said they're pointing at a, a boogeyman there's no evidence that this pizza pizza gate thing had any real yeah i mean it, it's, it's, it was fake i mean it was, it was absolutely fake. fake i mean i mean i mean we I, we talked about it in our q anon episode like mm. the first one but like because the origins of QAnon are from Pizzagate. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it was based on like some leaked emails from like the chief of staff of Obama to John Podesta that where they had had a lot of emails talking about getting pizza for lunch and people dissected it and decided that based on the way they described certain toppings was like a code for like what type of children they were going to molest. Yeah. And, Have so, you, um... and that there was a hidden basement in this pizza place in Washington, D.C., which did not have a basement. And yeah. so, like, we, they we know it this stuff they is not it real. Do you know that there are just, like, this is this is kind of, this is, like, just a weird fact. There are parts of the country, like, states, that just don't have basements. That just basements really? just aren't a thing. Yeah. Um, because like the ground, you the ground isn't like ready for it or whatever. Um, like the ground, you can't like build it in there. But, um, I was going to say like, have you guys been seeing the stuff that like QAnoners have said about the, um, about the Super Bowl and stuff? Oh um, no. What? Like, there, Do I they, even want to know? Um, well, you might not want to, but, uh, I think <laughs> we should just, I'll, I'll just go over it quickly. They like, so the big one is the Super Bowl itself is just a big, uh, uh, horse and pony, dog and pony show. That's the phrase uh, is just a big mm-hmm. dog and pony show to get everyone. Like that's the day where like, apparently like a lot of, of the trafficking and actual movement and kidnapping of these children happens because everyone is so distracted by the Super Bowl that nobody notices all these children going missing and being moved around everywhere. And then there's stuff like the halftime show with the weekend like he's running through those like corridors and stuff um mm-hmm. and people are like uh people are like these are the like he's pretending to be the lost children and these are the elites like like they're they they, they put on the super bowl to distract everyone and now that and and now they're now that we know they're 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 laughing in our face about it he had a bunch of his background dancers have white masks that mm-hmm. left a dark spot around their eyes. And we learned in our last QAnon uh, episode about panda eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, look, these are the children with the panda eyes. They're laughing at you. They're this, they're, they're, they're flaunting it in front of your face. Uh, it just wow. create just like crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah, we should probably get back to concave <laughs> Dude. I mean, honestly, like I was kind of hoping we'd open it up and, and, we, we oh, did yeah. you know oh yeah yeah so yeah I mean, that's uh, all i had for updates because you know it's just I, I urge anyone who has who is interested in learning more about steven at least through veronica's experiences to go check out the full interview with veronica it's like an hour and 50 minutes long we'll link it in our brain bloggled so you can go check that out um, i only listened to half of it i didn't get a chance to do the whole thing but it was uh it was interesting hearing some of the stuff that she went through um yeah man i mean crazy stuff dude uh, it's yeah it's 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 it is kind of you know it's kind of fascinating um what the human brain can do mm-hmm. um because like that kind of stuff is all you know like conspiracy conspiracy theories that's all that's all the brain mm-hmm. like that's all yeah, the human no. brain just trying to figure out answers and they just uh, got to the wrong mm-hmm. ones. The human brain, we've yeah. said it before, I'll, we'll say it again, the human brain loves a narrative, yep. you know. That's what got us here. Pie. We love having a, get us. a good story. <laughs> yeah. We need a good story for things to make sense to us. 
even if it doesn't actually add up, you know, mm. this, the narrative is almost more important to, than the actual reality yeah. For, yeah. for a lot of people. But you it's, know what? It's, what it's, our, it's our strength and our weakness. Maybe it's the both. real conspiracy theory was the friends we made along the way. Mm. <laughs> Beautiful. You have to admit, I, I mean, this, this, is, this topic is one of the seeds of this show. I mean, we talked about uh, Time Cube and, and that kind of... We, I remember we were maybe only going to do one episode... Because we were all excited, yeah. but we weren't sure if we were going to do it again. And then it's like, because talking about Time Cube made me think about this theory. And here we are two years later, still doing the show. And- I know. I was cra- I was thinking about, because I, I remember back when we were doing like, uh, uh, after after I did my ARG episode, um, I, uh, you, uh, this, is, this, this, this will explain a lot, right? After I did the ARG episode, I was like, dang, I don't know if I can, like, find stuff. Like, I don't know if we can actually, like, sustain this. Because one of, one of the things mm-hmm. we talked about when we started the podcast was we were like, we don't want to just be a bunch of dudes having a conversation. Because nobody yeah. wants to listen to a bunch of dudes having a conversation. You need, you need to be talking about something. So, we were like, we wanted something that's loose enough, that sells enough structure. And I was like, I don't know. I was thinking, I'm like, I don't know if I, if I have a topic. The topic I did after ARGs was... Atlantis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was it really? Was Atlantis that early on? Atlantis was that early because I was wicked. I was hyped about it. Wow. Um, I think it was. It was. Uh, yeah, we did Time Cube, Concave Earth, ARGs, Fermi, Time Dilation, Pixar, Mass Hysteria, Paul is Dead. Oh, I did Heaven's Gate, and then I did Atlantis. Um, gotcha. So oh, you went all in on Heaven's Gate. So that's probably you're probably yeah. I was really Heaven's Gate. I was really into. That was a good one. Um, and then yeah, and then I did Atlantis, and um, yeah, it just uh, wasn't. Oh, I did SCP pretty early, huh? Oh, that was a fun episode too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, if if you if you like the show and you enjoy listening to us chit chat, it's it can be fun to go back and listen to the before the before the end times before the, before the pand- times <laughs> before the <laughs> pandemic and all that when yeah. we just used to record in person every week and uh was crazy. i mean we still kept weird. going pretty strong we've had some bumps along the way but yeah more or less we've been releasing pretty consistently and um it's all because of the listeners so thank you for tuning in to the show yeah like in, in npr they go and uh, we're thankful for our support from you our listeners our listeners <laughs> i remember when i was younger i Brought used to, to hear that a lot like you because my parents used to listen to npr in the car all the time um and i used to think that you our listeners was 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 the letter u the letter r listeners <laughs> um and i was you like i was like what the heck are you our listeners <laughs> um and i don't oh even i don't even know like when i um I have like a wisp of hair in my mouth. I don't even know like <laughs> when um, I, I realized it. Are you ever do you know those things where like where you thought it was one way and then somewhere along your life you realized you were wrong, but you're like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. but like you're, it, it, but like I I only remember being like, oh, I used to think that was this way, but I can never remember like there are so many things like 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 the you are listeners thing. I I, I can't remember when i actually made the like switch over to the uh, correct presumption i don't even know what word yeah i mean I, i've had like stuff like that before too um but um like very dumb ones like i remember <laughs> i played the you know as you guys know if you've listened to the pod i'm a fan of the final fantasy series yes yes and yes. so i see i've been playing those games since i was basically like six years old or something like that so like mm. the og ones from the nintendo and super nintendo and it, there's a lot of text-based stuff in those games. And so, you know, as a child, you're just kind of reading things and not really 
knowing how the words are supposed to actually be, be pronounced, but yeah. you're just reading them and you kind of yeah. have a pronunciation in your head of like how this word's supposed to be pronounced. And for some reason, I can't explain it. It makes no sense. <laughs> but in the game, you know, you have something called ether, which if you, you know, ether is a real thing, but in the game, ether restores your like your magic points or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. For some reason, for like all of my childhood, I had it in my head that the word was pronounced urch. <laughs> urch. <laughs> Just letters that are not in the word at all. Brent, you definitely like could barely urch. spell at the time, and you were just like, "That's oh that's a God, R." That's so but the thing funny. here's the problem, though. Like, I maintain this pronunciation oh, well beyond it was appropriate. Like, <laughs> wow, it, that's like, really by, good. I, I, I don't even know. I think it was probably like by the time I was in like high school when I finally oh like, had a moment where I realized, like, why am I pronouncing this like this? Urch. It's not. It's clearly not Urch. That is so it's funny. Ether. <laughs> ether. It's not even close. Urch is the best thing I've ever Urch heard. Urch is though. so funny. Urch. I it's feel still, like I it's have some other Urch. ones. Why? Oh, Rappel. Why? Rappel. I thought Rappel was Rappel for so long. That's not. Like, I mean, that's. I mean, that's, that's I mean at least that's nowhere. the right letter sounds. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's just. Like, I'm like, not, that's like, not your adding fault. and replacing letters. English. You know. Just yeah, like I don't, I don't know what's going on with Brent's Urch. Mind. Me, both, and the, the weird thing is both me and my brother would say it like that. Because so we both would play these Final Fantasy games. I know. Isn't I your brother? Urch. Your brother's older than you, right? Yeah. So yeah, maybe no. he did it and you just copied him or something. Maybe. I guess so. But like <laughs> we just like maintain. I have that some. I have some small things with my brother. Like, for, like in in Monster Hunter, there's there's uh, there's Macalite ore. But me and my brother used mm. to just call it Malachite because the icon for it was mm. green as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were just like, oh, it's Malachite, <laughs> but it's but it's Macalite. <gasps> That's so funny. Um, just like just like weird things like that. And like that whenever I when, when I was younger, when I would read the name Lucy, because I didn't know anyone named Lucy until. Like, I was like a junior in high school. I had literally never met a Lucy. Um, so when I read the name, I thought it was Lucky. Um, mm-hmm. And I read a whole book where the character's name was Lucy, and I would just say Lucky. And then one of my friends was like, "Oh, Lucy!" And I was like, "Who?" And they were like, "Lucy, the the, the daughter." And I was like, "It's lucky. lucky." And they were like, "No, it's Lucy." I was so it was weird, weird time in my life. Yeah, there's always stuff to learn, like sure. the Earth being concave. And uh, yeah, yeah, so definitely go check out some of our older episodes. We mentioned a lot of good episodes, but if you want to go way back to the beginning, this was our second episode. Also check out Time Cube. That was a fun one too, but thanks for sticking with us, especially those of you who've been around since the beginning. Yeah, uh, for sure. You're a true brain boggled fans and we got a long way to go. Um, Yeah, so uh, send us an email or something. If you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at at brainboggedpodcast.com. That's, oh my Mm. God, that's our website. Brainboggedpodcast.com is our website. (laughs) Brainboggedpodcast at gmail.com is our email. If you want to get in contact with us, we also have a Twitter, which is at brainboggledpod. We have an Insta, which is at brainboggled. Um, uh, on our website is you can find a bunch of a bunch of you can get to all our other stuff from our website as well if you just want to go there we have a merch store on our website Um, we have a a, a Patreon where uh, Mm -hmm. you can uh, for as little as one dollar a month you can listen to our bonus episodes Uh, our most recent one was on um, upcoming games yeah our games were excited yeah and then uh, we posted uh did we post the poll yet 
We're posting it this week. So we're posting a poll this week for our February. Daddy forgot. So. Um, and if you're a five dollar so, patron, you can uh, join us on Discord where we have conversations with our fans, and we've been talking. Yeah, well, to you it. skipped over three dollar. One dollar gets you access to uh, the yes. to the apps. Three dollar lets you vote in the polls. Five dollar gives you shout out, shout out, and um. Yeah, and access to the Discord, which I need to um, go back and fix um, and actually yeah, set up. Go uh, on so and uh, actually, uh, we can we have actually, a um, little bit of a, a memes page going on where we and you know chat with our our fans yeah we got a bunch of chat rooms and stuff. Uh, so uh, join 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 her up, um, and then we got some other tiers. Uh, but if you're interested in those, you'll go and see them. Uh, oh yes. So uh, I think that's it, right? Unless we got I think, anyone else. I think it? that's oh, it. And, one last thing again um keep those five-star reviews coming in oh um, yeah yeah a handful of new five-star reviews um written ones and then just the the, the five-star itself either helps out a lot uh um, if you don't have an iphone up, uh, so. get some friends who do have an iphone and tell them to uh to rate it uh, yeah until because uh, until spotify adds a review function to their podcasting um yeah Maybe uh, um, maybe play the podcast on speaker while you're at work, and then somebody goes, "Oh mm. my god, these these boys are so funny, h- hilarious, mm. insightful, and they they sound like they're they're a, a, a group of handsome men." <laughs> uh, and you go, "Oh my god, this is a brainball podcast with BB and J. You should listen to it now, streaming on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere else where you get your podcasts." Exactly. Uh, oh my uh, and if you give us a good enough review, <laughs> true, we might even read it on the show. You never know. Yeah, you never know. If we're feeling spicy one day, and we got. We don't go an hour and a half. You yeah, know? We'll, yeah. We'll read it. An hour and a half with like 20 minutes of rambling. Um, <laughs> all right. So thanks for listening. Uh, okay. Bye. 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 bye.